everyone and welcome back to Parking the Bus, a fantasy football podcast. Yes, it's episode 9 of the podcast where two friends discuss fantasy football and find out if defence is actually the best swarm of attack. I'm your host, Callum McAvoy, joined as ever by my good friend, Jack Murray. Good evening. Good evening, Jack. How are you? I am not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, I have a bit of a headache, but I'm going to soldier soldier on. Fantasy football's good good for headaches. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, but I'm, uh, okay. I'm going to disagree with myself, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not one of those things where it's like, uh, I'm, I'm in a bad mood, what should I do with my fantasy team? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when uh, you've had the week that I have. Yeah, yeah, I did have a look at, at your score, or a brief look at, at your team. Or, or, or lack thereof, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting developments coming up, I think. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, in fact, we have such a, a packed episode, uh, we're going to get straight into our analysis uh, of the weekend's games, as we always do. Um, so Saturday was, I don't know if you know this, Jack, was a day of derbies uh, all around the world, actually. Was it? Obviously, Everton-Liverpool. Yeah, so we had, the, as you said, the Merseyside derby. We also had the uh, Milan derby uh, and the Old uh, Firm as well. Oh, uh, yeah, Old Firm, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I didn't know about that. And I've, hmm. I watched some Serie A highlights earlier, actually, so I should have known about the Milan one. But yeah, let's start off with Everton v Liverpool. Uh, 2-2 uh, was the final score. Lots of controversy. Yeah. Uh, particularly with VAR. Um, let, let's start off with the more fantasy side of things. It was a fairly good week uh, for me. I had both Mane and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So yeah. that worked out nicely. Obviously, Salah owners were rewarded as well as well as those with uh, James Rodriguez, of course. Yeah, I had four players playing in this game. I had uh, Trent and Robertson, obviously, Salah as captain, and uh, James Rodriguez. Yeah, it was a very attacking game. Like Both teams scored one of the highest scores of the week for expected goals. Liverpool were up at 2.71, which is quite high. Everton were 1.72, so still pretty high for a, for a game. A fun game to watch. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. There could have been more goals and there probably should have been more goals, as we'll come on to shortly, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, there should have been. You were probably robbed of a Mane assist to go alongside uh, your goal that you got earlier in the day. Yeah, I shouted very loudly. Uh, because I knew Marnie had got the assist for it, uh, and it was a it was a fantastic goal as well. The the no look pass from Thiago was something quite special. Yeah, uh, and Henderson with a good finish for a change as well. So yeah, but um, yeah, let, let's let's talk about this offside very briefly. Um, disgraceful decision. I, I can't even tell to this to this day whether it's actually off or onside, which probably means that we should just keep it as whatever the linesman saw it as. This is, I've seen it before when it's been like, oh, well, the armpit was offside. But like you look back at the image and he's not offside. He's, as John McEnroe would say, he was on the line. (laughs) And, you know, this is what they were saying on Match of the Day with uh, Ian Wright and uh, Alan Shearer. And they're saying that level 
means onside, but for some reason now level means offside. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that until I yeah I saw them mention it, mentioned it as well. Yeah, I, I I completely forgot about that thing that sort of unwritten rule back in the day. But yeah, I mean it makes sense. Like this, there was a the Saiz goal last night, which was within sort of five ten seconds of looking, you could tell that Pedence, I think it was, was slightly offside, and then that's fine. It was quite tight, but. That's fine. If you can't tell within the naked eye in, you know, 10, 15 seconds, then you should just stick with whatever the linesman decides. You know, a bit like umpire's call in cricket, like we decided. Bit of human error is still part of it, rather than just mimi- like minuscule, you know, nitpicking. I think this is the problem. Like, I don't have a problem with them using technology to look at offsides and onsides. But... I think there needs to be a clearer definition of like what gives you an adv- an advantage in scoring a goal. Yeah. Um, just in just in general, like because I'm okay if like if like your feet are offside, but if like the rest of your body is is off, then like you don't really get an advantage doing that. To be honest. No. You know, no, if, I if guess so. Yeah. In and in, it, it doesn't really affect you too much. Yeah. And the other thing was, and I I think uh, Shearer said this as well is that we don't really have the technology capable of working out offside at the moment because you know you look at the Im- you look at, you look back at the image and it's all blurry and it's all that odd angles and stuff like that yeah there's not like a proper like hawkeye technology to properly sort it out yet like there is with like the goal line technology yeah and stuff like that so i think until that comes in some serious changes are needed but, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to happen, though. Goals like that should probably stand. Yeah. But in terms of, from a player point of view, Thiago is well-deserved man of the match, but obviously not really an FPL option. But uh, I did notice, I don't know if you noticed this, Henderson was quite advanced on the right-hand side. He was making, I mean, I know he scored, but uh, technically scored. But he was making a lot of late runs into the box, and I think it kind of made Trent deeper. I know he doesn't really burst down the touchline, Anyway, it's not really his game compared to Robertson, but he was quite deep, and I know he can still influence the game from there with his passing range and stuff. But it's another blank. Uh, is that two in a row? I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because they got minus whatever last week. I definitely feel that uh, if you if you're choosing between Trent and uh, Robbo, I definitely go for Robbo instead. Yeah. Partly as well now because. You know, uh, Trent's always had the caveat of he took most of the set pieces. Uh, but now with uh, Van Dijk out with his injury, which we'll, we'll get onto very shortly, Liverpool are now a lot less threatening at corners, I feel. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I think, I mean, we're, we're going to discuss transfers later, but I am uh, heavily considering making a switch from Trent to Robertson. Okay. Um, or, just, or just ditching Trent altogether to be honest because as you say he's not really doing a lot and you know I know this is the the park in the bus podcast and we're meant to back our premium defenders but I I am a bit less so you you are yeah (laughs) yeah I'm still the skeptic um but uh, but even I had faith in Trent to do well so uh, I think I might be making a switch there I mean yeah there were obviously two red card incidents one that was given and one that wasn't Uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that well, yeah, it should have been a red card or a penalty. Um, 
I, at first I read that there's a rule meaning that you can't do it. It, it can't count because he was offside, but now I'm reading that he should have been sent off and something about the VAR person not remem- not remembering that rule or something that you can still send someone off. Because surely, like, you know, if the ball's up one end of the pitch and someone at the other end of the pitch turns and punches an opponent, that's still a red, that's still, that's still a red card. And that's kind of what it's well, like. The ball's, the ball's technically not in play, is what I'm saying, when the foul happens. No, I, I totally agree with you. Like, that's the thing, like, the, what should have happened is uh, whoever was the VAR guy should have said, OK, we're going to check to see if it's, um, if it's offside. If it's not offside, then obviously you need to look at the screen and decide if it's going to be a penalty or not. But even so, you should have turned around and said, I think you should check it anyway. Uh, and even if it's an offside and therefore you can't give it as a penalty, you could still, if you wanted to, give a red card. Yeah. But obviously, Michael Oliver didn't get that call. So he obviously didn't feel the need to have a look at it again. I don't know how he missed it the first time, to be honest. Yeah, I think he was kind of looking at it as well. Unless he was blocked by someone I don't know, but... Yeah. Yeah, he, he should have gone. I don't understand. Like, I think, I think personally, I think, not intentional from Pickford, but I think like he's trying to do something. But I don't understand why, because 90 times out of 100, he gets a red card and concedes a penalty there. So I really don't know what the thought process was. He's just loose in the head, isn't he? I think, I think, and it just means that, and for a fancy point of view, I, I don't trust the Everton defence um, while he's in goal. It's a bit like Chelsea. We'll come to that, but while Kepa's in goal, which he won't be anymore because Mendy's back, you won't go with their defence. Even Dean, even Luca Dean, I think got an assist in this game. Yeah, he did. You still wouldn't really go there because he's six point two, I think now. It's too much for a team that really isn't going to keep that many clean sheets. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but the the attacking double up is still viable, really. Hames and Calvert Lewin. I try and make sure I definitely have at least one. Calvert Lewin, from a you know to prove how well he's doing, and from in Sky Fantasy Football, he's got shot bonus in every single game this season. Oh really? Yeah, wow. yeah. So he got he got shots tier two, which is the highest tier again this week. He got ten points, I think. Mm. And his expected goals was 1.05. So kind of what he ended up with, one goal. And I think he's a kind of guy, I think I kind of said before, like I, I, even in games where he doesn't seem to be doing much, I think he can still get a goal. Because he's always kind of hanging around the box now and stuff like that. And depending on how I structure my team going forward, he's one of my considerations for uh, my swap for Mitrovic. Because um, I can't afford it. Because I've got quite a bit of money from my transfer this week, which was De Bruyne to Son. So depending on how I structure my team, I can still get him in. I mean, I told you last week you should get him in. Um, yeah, but I think you made the right. I think you made the right call in holding on to Werner. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, as you said, if, if you want to get rid of Mitrovic, then uh, Calvert-Lewin would be a perfect replacement. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I uh, mm. I don't know how they'll be affected with Richarlison out for th- I think it's three games. Hammers looks for hits a crossfield pass yeah, to Richarlison no. a lot. So yeah. I don't know how they'll he'll be affected. They've got other options. They've still got uh, Sigurdsson and Iwobi, so I think they'll be okay. It'll be Iwobi, I suspect. Uh, what the next? I think the next games are that bad from memory. Southampton and Newcastle are the next two. So yeah, I, mm. obviously I'm not saying sell them. Um, I just have to think mm. whether I'm going to bring them in. Um, yeah. Salah and Mane again, impossible to choose between. If you've got one, just keep them. If yeah. you have, if you haven't got one, I 
probably still look to bring one of them in, to be honest. I think that Liverpool might have to go and score loads and loads of goals now. Well, this is the the big thing. Um, Van Dijk is out possibly until the end of the season. Yeah, it'll be close to at least. Obviously, obviously, from a fantasy point of view, that's going to mean less clean sheets for the Liverpool defence. Yeah, but from an actual football point of view, what does this mean for their title hopes? Because he he is their most important player. I feel. Yeah, yeah, most irreplaceable, especially with Jota now. In the team, if one of Mane and Salah went down, Jota's obviously not as good, but he's still competent. Of course, yeah. Whereas now it's 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 like Gomez and Matip, and they're good defenders, but they're not great defenders, I wouldn't say. No, I mean they've both had really good periods at different times for um for Liverpool. Gomez between sort of do you remember like December and sort of March, basically between December and lockdown last season, where they hardly let in a goal. Gomez was excellent. And I think maybe the season before that similar sort of time period, Matic was also really, really good. So I think, I don't think it's quite as bad as what people will make out, but I don't think that obviously they're not going to keep and they're going to they're get nowhere near the amount of points as what they got last year. But mm. as someone who's not on a wild card and owns Trent and Robertson, I'm still inclined to keep both. I still think clean sheets will happen and I'd imagine they'll keep at least one in the next two games. Because they've got, uh, I think it's West Ham and Sheffield United. Um, yes, yes, it is. Both at home. So there's no way I'm getting rid. But I think long term, like if I was on a wild card this week, as you are, it'd be really hard, like really hard to decide whether to go with one or two for me personally. I know most people yeah. wouldn't go with two. I think most people probably decide to go with zero or one at this rate. But for me, one or two is really difficult at this point in time if I was on a wild card. I don't know what you, your original thoughts are with your, your wild card. Uh, no, you're not going for two because you didn't have two anyway, did you? No, I only had Trent before. So. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not... You, yeah. There's no way you're going for both. Nah, not this time. Not not yeah. the way things are going, no. Yeah, but yeah, I think we've covered covered that game. Yeah, yeah. so next up was uh, Chelsea-Southampton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nothing new here. Both teams can score lots of goals and both teams can concede lots of goals. Um, nothing's really changed. Um, no, I think that this was... like I thought Werner was superb. Like Apart from obviously owning him in fantasy, I thought he was incredible. Like his, Yeah, his first goal was very impressive. Yeah. I have, I have written in my notes here uh, I just wrote Werner brackets prepare for Jack's smugness. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you kept him in for this week, and that's rewarded reward, rewarded lots of people who who kept faith in him. Yeah, it's a game that suits him. Obviously, Southampton's line isn't quite as high as it was earlier in the season, but it's still pretty high. And it just seems to be that there's a pattern with all these players that are really good at getting in behind, because people seem to have forgotten how to defend on the most part. Players like Son, Werner, you know, try to think of someone else. Even like Rashford at the weekend. Yeah. Players yeah. like players, players like that, like seem to be the ones that. Uh, I saw someone compare. Apparently, the the Bundesliga or the Eredivisie is very similar. Like players that are quick and can get behind are just lethal, and that seems to be the way yeah. it's going with high lines. Yeah, yeah, it does seem that way. So, how have Chelsea got this weekend? Burnley, I think, isn't it? Oh, no, that's us. We got yeah. Burnley. Uh, Chelsea have got United, 
So I, I still, I still back Werner to. I'll, I'll keep Werner now. I think, uh, especially if he's play, if he's playing up front, which he looks like he will be now. I'm, I'm very happy with that. That's what I wanted because on the left wing he looked completely ineffective. No, it was uh, yeah. I mean, the only assets I had playing in this game were Walker Peters, who obviously didn't do very well, but Inns, uh, as per usual, uh, just gets goals. So. Was it what was it? One goal. One goal, yeah, he got seven points though, so he got the to get the bonus. Uh that'll be one bonus. Yeah, I must have got the bonus then. Yeah. Um I was really annoyed because he, he came close a few times as well. Yes. Could have could have easily had two or three even. So Yeah. Mm. I think he's a long term hold if you have him. I oh, absolutely. I'm not sure I'd be buying him. But I think he's just gonna be like a bit like Jimenez still. Yeah. I think I think he's a better option than him and as this year, personally. So so far he appears to be, yeah. Yeah. Um in terms of Chelsea's defence, um I think I said that I think they've actually got half a chance this season when Kepa isn't playing. Again, this was kind of proved here. <laughs> because like do you reckon if Kepa's not in goal, Kurt Zuman makes that pass? Um, the second one. I I think that even if that was Mendy or whoever in goal, that that I don't think there was anything any goalkeeper could have done about that. No, it's not his fault. I'm just saying Kepa was, Kepa was not at fault for that. I mean, in terms of inspiring confidence in your defenders, uh, Kepa is not a keeper who does that. Perhaps <laughs> that's why Newman makes that mistake. But yeah, um, yeah, no. I mean, it, it wasn't Kepa's fault, but it it just doesn't look good when. Um, M- M- Mendy keeps a, a clean sheet on his debut. Uh, yeah. And then the following week, Kepa comes back in, he concedes free. Granted, Palace and Southampton are two very different sides. Yes. Offensively. But, uh, but still, it just doesn't inspire confidence. No. I will say, I'm not sure if you've seen this. Uh, we're obviously recording this Tuesday night, as per usual. Pass a check. Um, Yes, Petr Cech is back in Chelsea's 25-man squad for some reason. Apparently, apparently, it's the club have said that it's a COVID precaution. I call, I call bullshit. Yeah, okay. it does. Yeah, it does seem a bit like, oh, we'll just say this, but I don't think he's going to play. Don't get like, don't. No, nah, he, he's not going to play. But he is younger than Willy Caballero, um, Petr Cech. He is, isn't he? Yeah, only, yeah. only just, but yeah. But. Yeah, it's interesting. I think Mendy's obviously Mendy's going to play if Mendy's fit. Oh, of course. And yeah. I think I think they actually might keep a few clean sheets when Mendy plays. I think the stats mm. last year showed that they were actually pretty good at keeping out shots and stuff. It's just that when shots did happen, they went in. Yeah. So I think uh, well, Ben Chilwell got another assist, didn't he? I think he's not a bad option. He did. He was on set pieces, and then they got taken away from him when Ziyech came on, but. I'd, I'd wait and see still, I think. I wouldn't be gagging to get them in, obviously. But yeah, apart, apart from that, I think yeah. Che Adams, if, if anyone's got Che Adams, I'd, I'd probably look to just to, to leave that now. I think that he'll he'll get loads of chances and just won't be able to score them. I know he scored one at the weekend. <laughs> um, but I think there's better options out there than him. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's everything with that game. Uh, moving on to Man City versus Arsenal. <laughs> Not a lot to discuss here. I mean, the, the apart from the Aguero, very weirdly putting his arm on uh, the lines lineswoman's uh, neck. That was a bit weird. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, don't do don't do that. Whoever just 
Yeah. Not very sensible. I've always maintained that, like, if you touch the any any of the officials, that's a booking. Yeah, I'm sure like, that's like that's that's a rule. I thought this. I, I thought it was a rule, yeah. But I, you know, if that's if you do that in rugby, you're in the sin bin. Yeah. Like, like it's not, you know, this is this is where I want like Nigel Owens, <laughs> and, like start refereeing games. But um, in terms of fantasy, um, I captained Foden this week under your advice, and he did me well. So. Yeah, he he had so I think it was zero point nine something xG. I think you were kind of unlucky to get more, not to get more. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he had a one on one after he scored. Uh, after he scored, after he uh assisted. So I think you yeah. actually could have. Had, I think you actually could have had. You were kind of unlucky. You could have had more from Foden. You could have had more from Mane. Mm, yeah, for sure. As I I also sorry I had sorry I had Foden. I also took out Boyaka Saka this week and. Uh... I, I nearly cursed my luck at, at several points because he had a few really good chances. Yeah. He so looks... I'm, I'm wondering if I took him out too soon. He, he played kind of like left of midfield three. Yeah, Arteta kind of, he, he picked the same, both both um, Pep and Arteta named kind of conventional lineups, but neither team played conventionally. Yeah, it was weird. And, we, were, we were chatting about this during the game. Yeah, we were. Um, yeah, like Man City seemed to be playing like a, a one free 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 system, <laughs> almost. Yeah, yeah it, it was kind of a blend of a of a of what you said in the three four one two. Sometimes with Sterling going up front, it was very strange. Yeah, fun to watch though. Uh, I thought yeah, too, I mean, I was one of those games where I actually didn't really watch the ball very often. I was like too busy watching other things, like Cancelo. Immediately, I was like, where the hell is he? When like the defense <laughs> yeah. had the defense had the ball, and I was like, that's not him. And that's not yeah. him either, uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's like, right. Um, but I think he played in his position, and Carl Walker played in his position to keep Aubameyang quiet, and I think that worked. I think Aubameyang's mm. a no a no go at the moment. I think if you, I think if you have him as well, sell him. I, I, he's not an option. Um, yeah. He was kept very quiet in this game. By Walker's pretty solid now, to be honest, these days. Apart from the odd stupid moment, which he's always had, um, yeah. and Cancelo was was quite good at following him as well, which I think mm. is what freed up space for Saka. I think that left Saka up as a free man, but the Arsenal attack is bad. Like, don't go yeah, there. It's not. It's not amazing. I think we alluded to this a few weeks ago. They they look a lot more pragmatic uh, than they used to, which is fine in, and in football terms, but in fantasy terms, not great. I guess. I think the defense is is probably an option. Uh, if you can find the right one, uh, I think they've got some good games after it. They've got a couple of, of bad ones, uh, Leicester and United, and then they have Villa, Leeds, Wolves. Ooh, that's a tricky run. That is a tricky run, actually. I thought it was a bit better than that. So yeah, probably don't buy Arsenal assets at the moment. But if you really want to buy a defender, uh, City wise, yeah, I mean, well, the, the the elephant in the room is De Bruyne. Um, yeah, obviously I, mean... I have him. He's he's gonna have to go, I think, though, because. Oh, did you keep him this week? Well, I kept him this week because I didn't know how serious the injury was. I thought it was only going to be one or two weeks, but it sounds like it's going to be a lot longer than that. So. Probably, probably three. Yeah, I I don't think, given well, we'll get into this later, but the rest of my team is looking so poor. I think I need to just get him out to free up some funds. Yeah, there's no way um, I'd keep him. I got rid of him this yeah. week, straight away. Yeah. 
Um, mm. And I'm not actually sure I'd want him that much when he comes back because City seems to be going a bit more of like an Arsenal way in terms of pragmatism. They definitely yeah. don't seem the same team as they were in terms of just battering lower teams. Yeah, I think that Leicester game has kind of scared them, to be honest. Yeah, that's um, a good. That's a good point. I still think Foden is great. Is great value, and he. Oh, for uh, sure. For sure. I was also going to sorry. I was also going to say, is Sterling now at the best City uh, option to go? Yeah, in? yeah. As I said, so uh, Aguero yeah. looked kind of rusty. I, I think he only had one shot, or maybe even no shot, and he dropped quite deep. He was almost like false nine at times. I, if you want to get Aguero, I wouldn't be against it because we know what he can do, but it, it's not like urgent or anything. So. Yeah, City are in a strange kind of place at the moment. I think Ruben Diaz, if you want to go for the defence, is, is the guy. I think he's going to be like their new Laporte. Laporte doesn't really seem able to play many games in a row anymore, which is a shame. But I think I'd look at Diaz if you really wanted to. I think their defence might actually be quite solid now. They often keep a lot of clean sheets anyway. But I think I assume Diaz is five and a half mil. He's one to watch, uh, I think. I don't think. Is he? Yeah, he is, yeah. I don't think he's a bad option if you want to go for a city defender, but uh, I wouldn't be clam- I wouldn't be like clambering to get any city assets in at the moment. Move on to Newcastle, Man United, a four-one win for United, which was a scoreline that didn't really reflect the match. To mm. be honest, um, yes, yes, and no. I feel, I feel, I mean, I watched the highlights and I thought Newcastle had a fair few chances. Granted, a lot of those were just hitting it from distance and seeing what happened, but. Um, uh, United deserve to win fairly Probably. comfortably. Fairly comfortably. Not, uh, I don't know. They were good. They were good, they were good goals, but like that, three of them came after the 85th minute. Yeah, I mean, they, they should have been up before then. Obviously, Fernandez missing the penalty as well didn't help. Yeah, I think uh, it was. Yeah, their expected goals was the was the highest this week. United. Um, oh, yeah, and they had the most shots. Uh, they had the most oh, yeah. shots, the most shots on target, and the most shots in the box. Wow. So yeah, I, I thought I, I watched it back and thought, Christ, like they should have put that well out of sight before they did. And then in the end, they actually, you are right, they were quite lucky to actually get to to win four one. But it was definitely a game that they should have won. I think the worst thing that could have happened to Newcastle was scoring in the first couple of minutes because they were crap. Apart from that, I mean, they had uh, Wilson had one chance, which were. De Gea pulled off a fantastic save for... Yeah, yeah, no, I saw that one. Yeah, it was a really good save. But, uh, yeah, apart from that, obviously, Wilson blanked for me. I had Lewis on the bench anyway, so it didn't affect, but... uh, Did he play? I assume he played. He played, he obviously just didn't get many points because obviously he conceded four, so... Yeah. I've got Uh, nothing really to add to this, to be honest. uh, Well, I thought Bruno was really good, apart from missing a penalty. Okay. I think he's genuinely an option, whether they're playing well or not. I mean, United have been rubbish apart from this game this season, and he's still won quite a decent amount of points, as far as I'm aware. I think he's he always well an option. You on, uh, he did well for you on uh, Sky, didn't he? Yeah, he got 18 points. Flip it now. He got every bonus possible. Wow. Yeah, I should have captained him. I didn't captain him. But yeah, I think it, a little bit less so on FPL, but still a little bit. I think he's like... Like, I don't think he's is ever a bad time to buy Bruno Fernandez. Like I think he's one of those where he's just like there's no real logic about if you have him in your team, he will score you points, and if you sell him, you should be aware that he will score points. Um, yeah. You just gotta kind of okay. like eat it if you don't have him and and go with it if you do. 
Rashford played up front, was played really, really well. But I don't know if how long he'll be there with Martial coming back soonish and Cavani in the team. So, yeah, I wouldn't get Rashford in. If I was to just get one player from United right now, if you really want one, then that's Bruno. I wouldn't get anyone else. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Sunday's games, if that's OK, because we are, we are pressed for time, unfortunately, this week. Sheffield United, Fulham, uh, both teams finally getting some points, or a point, I should say. You're going to have a rant about Mitrovic in a second. Um, <laughs> but before I have a rant of my own, uh, because I thought that even if someone missed a penalty, the goalkeeper would still get a penalty bonus. And I, of course, have Aaron Ramsdale. So I was jumping for joy until I learned that that's not actually the rule. and He has to physically save the penalty. So, uh, unfortunately, that cost me because obviously Ramsdale only, only got three points and uh, I benched Martinez, who got nine. So, yeah. yeah a bit annoyed about that, but uh, I'm getting rid of Ramsdale soon anyway, so. On your, on your, yeah, on your wild card, I would. Yeah, I didn't know it was a rule either. In Sky, Ramsdale gets pen save bonus, which is bollocks. Maybe he put Mitrovic off. Yeah. <laughs> I had Ramsdale pre-overhaul in Sky, so I was really irritated. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Mitro had an absolute stinker. Like, I'm not sure we'll see a worse performance than that this season in terms of affecting the game. <laughs> uh, it was bad. Like, I think zero points is quite generous for what he got. Uh, he, 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 missed, he missed a penalty. He gave away a penalty and then he missed one sitter and another chance at 1-0. Yeah. It wasn't. So a hat-trick hat of errors in many ways, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't great. But this game was a bit more open than I was expecting. I mean, we only had two goals, but... Uh, in terms of non-penalty XG, it was still 1.39 plays 1.08, so it was still re- for, for, it was to be attacking. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, just don't buy any of these players. Like if yeah. you if you uh, unless you're wildcarding, don't rush to get Brewster in because he looked really quiet and there's only 25 minutes or whatever he was on the pitch for. Just don't don't yeah. buy players from either of these teams unless you're on the wildcard, and then don't buy Fulham anyway. <laughs> so that's a quick one. Yeah. Uh, just quickly speaking of Mitrovic, uh, we had a question this week. Uh, from <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Don't think, I don't think they really realise this is a fantasy uh, podcast. But uh, anyway, uh, from the stands, which is a tennis and football podcast, sounds ideal for you, Jack. Actually, mm, yeah. Um, asks who is the hardest footballer in the Prem at the moment. Uh, I ask this because Mitrovic is typically an answer that people give. I don't know who I would say. I would have usually have said Etienne Capu, but obviously he's no longer here. Yeah. So I don't know who I would go for, to be honest. Mm, no, me neither at this point. Phil Bartley. Mm. Stuart Dallas is up there for me, by the way. Ashley Barnes would be a shout. Ashley Barnes, yeah. Loves would a tackle. Hoiberg, mate? Would Hoiberg maybe get there? Oh, maybe? yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Hoiberg. Great mm. signing. I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah. He's I'm up there. To, yeah. Out of the Palace squad, the only one I could maybe think of would be maybe Luca. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We've not got many, not got many hard men any, anymore. Well, if you're too hard, you get sent off quite easily these well, days. So no, exactly, that's the thing. Yeah, it's. It, I, I, I love all people always joke about how the Premier League has lost its edge because we don't have like a, a Roy Keane, like anymore, or a Vinnie Jones. And I'm like, I'm glad we don't have a Roy Keane in the Premier League anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, that was that was a fun question. I thought. Yeah, that's a couple of there. So I, I don't know if you think of any more, shout them out during the pod. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyway, uh, moving on to oh god, uh, Crystal Palace, Brighton. This is another game that won't take me very long to get through. I so I had two players, obviously Mitchell, whose clean sheet was robbed at the last minute. Good finish. Um, I also had Reed about as well, who I've had since the start. Was he benched? Uh, nearly... Yeah, he was benched, obviously, but uh, he nearly got an, an, an assist. Yeah. Um, played the, a lovely through ball for Batchuai, who was just offside. It was offside, but only just. But yeah, it looks like Reed about's going to be starting a lot more um, with McCarthy uh, out injured. Is it lo- is it long longish term, or goodness knows? Um, I, I I don't know to be honest. Knowing McCarthy, it could be quite a while. Yeah, he does sure. like does like an injury, but, um, sadly. Yeah, uh, I I want to say I don't like how everyone kept going. Oh, Brighton deserved to get a point because Palace you know, sat back and did nothing. They did, and it was like, <laughs> well, yeah, we did, but at the same time, you know. I don't give a shit. Like that's, I don't. This kind of there was this whole narrative how of oh, Brighton were the better team. It's like well, if they were the better team, why didn't they win? You know, yeah. it took a spawny, and I do mean a spawny goal at the end. Well, good finish. Where it, had, had, it was deflected. Oh, is it? Free. Well, it looked like it was deflected anyway. But I had three slices of luck where it just—it's a bad touch from Ward. Whoever it is plays plays the pass in, trying to aim for Mope, hits the back of Mope's leg, just comes out to uh, the Argent no no the Argentinian McAllister. Yeah, Connolly led it off. He got the assist. Oh, it was kind of, yeah, it was Connolly, but it came off Mope. He's Argentinian. Who? McAllister. A he's man born... named McAllister cannot be Argentinian. Jack. He's, he's born there. <laughs> He's got, he's got, I looked this up actually, he's got Irish and Scottish descent, but all his brothers and all his family are Argentinian. And he has a brother called Kevin McAllister. Like, 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 like uh, Home Alone. <laughs> anyway, it was a spawny goal. Brighton were lucky. Palace were, yet again, a defensive masterclass. Do you, do you so... know what, what the Palace non-penalty expected goals was? Yes, I know. It was zero. Yeah, it was zero. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was. Uh, oh dear me. Uh, I, I'm going to say Brighton deserved something. I'm not going to say they deserve to lose. Um, if if they if they deserve to get something, maybe they did, they had something like twenty shots. Only like three of them were on target. Though. Yeah, this is Brighton's problem. It always is. Yeah, like we barely had to do anything. Obviously, Dunk got sent off at, at the end as well for. a ridiculous tackle. Yeah, I'm not sure what he was doing. You know, that's, that's worse than the Pickford one, in my opinion. I think it was just a brain fade. I don't think there was any intent there. Lewis Dunk is also a candidate for Pardis Premier League player at the moment. Yeah. Um, good good shout. Hate to, hate to say it, but yeah, he is. I, I don't know. I, I'm considering Mopé as... He's, Mopé is my other, only other alternative, I think, for um, Mitrovic. But I'm not sure. He'd be a decent pick, especially because he takes the penalties as well. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I prefer yeah. him above Watkins now. We'll come to that game shortly. Yeah. Uh, say Tarek Lamptey um, again. Most chances created and most touched in the final third. If he's the best option yeah. in that in that bracket, if you need one. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Uh, we are going to have to hurry this up because we're already quite over time. Um, 
Oh no. Let, yeah, let's skip over what we were going to do as our next game quickly. Um, just talk about <laughs> uh, Leicester, Aston Villa. Villa still doing pretty well. Ross Barkley's definitely an option I'm considering now. I need to I need to stop benching Martinez. <laughs> um, yeah, but I bought in uh, Grealish for Saka this week, and he did nothing. So. Yeah, no, he played well, but from an attacking point of view, I, I can't remember if I said this even after the 7-2. I'm not sold on Villa going forward. Like, they, they didn't do very much at the end of last season. And right, they beat Fulham 3-0, but everyone could do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they were rubbish against Sheffield United when the red card happened. They just couldn't break them down. And they couldn't, obviously, they kind of struggled to break Leicester down. Minus the 7-2, which people kind of got admittedly and probably deservedly starry-eyed about. They don't really seem to have that much going forward. I'm not. I've gone off Watkins. Uh, I think Barkley and Grealish are, are the only two I consider, just based on sort of individual qualities alone. But if you want to buy one of their defenders or Martinez, yeah, go for it. Hundred percent. They look really solid. Yeah, move. Uh, West Brom, Burnley. Uh, we finally had a goalless game. <laughs> yeah. After uh, nearly fifty matches, I think it's been. Yeah, uh, I I really do have like very little to say. I, I've got a note. I've got one line of notes here, which is, "Fuck me, Woods should have scored." Avoid. Don't sell Burnley defense, but definitely don't buy them. West Brom are crap. That's that's <laughs> like I literally just read that straight from my notes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Does that sum it up? There. Yeah. 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 No, okay. that's fine. That's fine. That's good. Um, uh, going on to Leeds v Wolves. Um. Oh, I was so annoyed because Saiz, who was playing at left wing back, surprisingly. Yeah, take it uh, into the right now. Close so many times, yeah. Uh, obviously got me seven points anyway, which I'm very pleased yeah, with. Yeah, it, nice. it could have been more. Could've yeah, been. it could have been. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a little bit worried about his place, actually. Um, because Max Kilburn got man of the match, and deservedly so, playing in Saiz's position. And they have Markow and this other new guy, El Nuri or something. Okay. So I don't. I, I wouldn't get rid. Obviously, I think Saiz will still play. I think Nuno trusts him, but I'm a bit concerned. Um, mm. It won't be. I, obviously, I'm not going to get rid of him until there's any. There's a sign that he's not going to play. But um, for now, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in getting rid. But it's a little bit concerning. Uh, this was very Championship esque from Leeds, by the way. Dominated the game, but couldn't get the ball near than that. Yeah, I saw Bamford miss quite a few chances. It was. So. It was back to normal Bamford. Yeah, <laughs> and Calvin Phillips is now out for six weeks, which will be a big miss going forward and defensively. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they cope Leeds now. Yeah, I don't know who will play there. forshaw has been injured for ages. Who can play there? I don't know who else. Mm. I think Ben White used to fill in when uh, yeah. when Phillips couldn't play. So that remains to okay. be seen. Uh, we now move on to undoubtedly the game of the weekend. Oh, and um, don't buy Jimenez if you have him. I wouldn't yeah. sell him, but oh, don't okay. don't don't buy him. He did. He was very. He scored a very jammy goal and did nothing apart from that. Tottenham West Ham now. Uh, um, okay, before I mean, I don't think there's much to add fantasy wise because Son and Kane did their thing again. Yeah, you know which we've already been praising. Um, <laughs> Buy at least one. Yeah. Um. Re- was it Reglion? Am I saying that correctly? Uh. Yeah. That that would do. That's yeah, fine. He he looks like he. I think if you're gonna get a defender from. Tottenham get him in. Yes. He looks to be, obviously, he's the more most forward thinking one. Uh, looking very good. 
Yeah, no, he was he was good. It was a great cross for Kane's second goal and our our third one. And I don't think our defense has been that bad, by the way. Apart from the last ten minutes of this game, like it was pretty solid again. And there was also we've also had a couple of dodgy penalties. I still think we look like one of the best defenses. It's just that we haven't kept a clean sheet yet. (laughs) It's 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 a bit like Liverpool last year. Like they 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 kept letting in a couple of goals randomly in patches while still looking quite solid. I think that's kind of what we're going through. And I think the clean sheets will come, if I had to predict. Yeah, it, w- it was a very surreal end to the game. I missed like most of the game because I was out cutting the grass. Uh, <laughs> you said Because uh, I, I, I was like, it's Mourinho v Moyes. This has got like 1-0 written all over it. To, yeah. So I'm just going to go out and cut the grass for a bit. But um, yeah, no, a crazy game, uh, especially towards the end. I have to ask, Jack, is this the Bale curse? No. I mean, I squealed like a little girl when he had that one-on-one. I was like, oh. he murdered Ogbonna. Ogbonna got sold an absolute dream. I was like, oh, Gareth, Rex, this is vintage. And then he <laughs> and then he spaffed it. And actually, like, I can't believe no one appealed for a foul. So he kind of got pushed. Did he? Oh, I didn't see that. But no one appealed, so if no one appeals, it probably wasn't a foul. I'm not saying it was. I was just quite surprised no one did. Because he likes to go down if he gets the chance. I mean, you watch it again, he almost like takes the shot too... He, he catches it too well, actually. And he ends up just sort of dragging it wide. Yeah, but, that's... Uh, yeah, it, it, it should have been the goal to seal the game. And then Lanzini's goal is already a goal of the season contender. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think... You kind of have to say that we are very unlucky. I mean, that goes in like one in a hundred, and then we get three points. Will. We get three points, and it's a really good three points because West Ham are not bad. Um, not at the moment, they're not. No, no, like. they they aren't bad. And since lockdown, they haven't been bad. They've had they played really well against some big teams. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, Son and Kane, well, Kane is the best player in the league at the moment by quite a way. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. That was his first half in particular, and he's very better right in the second half. Oh my god, what a player! <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I want him. I can't get him in. I want him. He's 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 best player in the league at the moment, and I don't have him. And he's Harry Kane. But yeah, I'm glad I've got one. Um, I assume on wildcard you will have at least one. Yeah, I think Son's probably the preference because he's cheaper. Plus, um, midfield is my weak area, so that's where I'm going to try and improve the most. I think if I was wildcarding personally, I'd have, I'd definitely have Kane, and then I'd, I'd, I'd and then I'd, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's difficult with me because I don't I don't want to get rid of Calvert Lewin or Inns, and Wilson's doing okay. Although I'm happy to trade him out for someone slightly cheaper. I uh, yeah, I mean going forward, we looked unplayable in that first half. I was like. Dear Christ, where has this come from again? Because I thought we'd struggle, to be honest. I thought we'd win the game, like, 2-0, being honest. 2-0, 2-1. And then the first half, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is insane. We're going to win the league. And then that happened. We missed Eric Dyer, actually, for a point. He's probably our best centre-back. He has a lot of unnecessary stick. stick. We we missed him, and we need him back. And Roden will be interesting when he comes in as well, but that's a point for another day. Well, I think that... I think that mostly wraps up. We've gone way over time here about uh, analysing the games. Yeah, no, again, another event, event, event field weekend of football. Yeah. As you alluded to earlier, uh, I am wildcarding this week. I've decided it's, it's time to do so. 
Are you are you wild carding? Did you say? No, no, no way, no chance. Like, th- this is this is the best team I've built in years from the start of the season. I'm not oh, wild carding for quite a while. I don't okay. Think. Uh, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Nothing set in stone. I'm not gonna make my changes until the last minute because in case a player gets injured or whatever. I think I could, the players I'm gonna hold on to for sure uh, will be Inns, Calvert Lewin, uh, Foden, um, Mitchell. Gonna hold, even though Van Aert has now come back from injury, I do think he's still going to play. So I'm going to hold on to him. Uh, Martinez and Saiz as well will also stay. But apart from yeah. that, I'm happy to trade literally anyone. Uh, yeah. That includes Mane as well uh, and Trent Alexander-Arnold. So I wondered if you had any suggestions, Jack. Of You, know, you already hinted at some players who should come in. But who, who would you say is a must now for me? I don't think anyone's a must. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever a must. But I don't think, particularly now, okay. I don't think anyone's a must. Um, if, I read out, if I read out some players that I'm thinking uh, of, will you give me a... Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, Son, of course, yeah. for me, I think has to come in. Yeah, that's fair enough. He, he looks good. Uh, Rodriguez? Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with him. Calvert-Lewin, of course, as well. I see nothing wrong with a double up. Obviously, I have Greenish at the moment. Should I keep him? Uh, decent. I mean, he's got decent fixtures. He's got Leeds and Southampton next. Their fixtures yeah. are really good. And then you forget because of their form that they did play Leicester at the weekend. You know, uh, who looked very toothless. But in terms of, you know, the defense is is pretty solid. Um, yeah, no, I, unless you have a desire for anyone, I think Grealish is still pretty good option. Um, you're obviously keeping Foden, which I completely agree with. Uh, looking at defenders, um, obviously, points-wise, Saiz is the top uh, top goal, uh, point scorer, um, followed by Mins, interestingly enough. Is Saiz the yeah, top got point scorer in the game, point. defensively? Oh, yeah. what a pick. Yeah. I thought this is no, the start you, of the season. picked well. Yeah, he's on 31, Mins is on 30, uh, Castagne and Aaron Creswell are on 29, Cons uh, are on 28 and uh, Digne on 27. I mean, fair play to Creswell at the weekend. His first free kick for the Lanzini goal, got, got uh, he had to take it again for something. And he put in a really good ball first time. And then second time, I was like, oh, he's bowled it now. And he put in the exact same ball, which again was really good. Uh, fair play. He looks, what was he, 4-9? Creswell is five at the moment. Five. Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure I consider him for that. Um, in terms of Grealish, I just had a thought. I think Barkley's better value. Okay. How much is Barkley? Um, five nine. Oh, okay. I think I think Barkley. And if if you're gonna say like there's one point three million difference between the two of them, I think Barkley's a better price. Um, yeah. like in t- in terms of value compared to points, I think Barkley will is better. Okay. Um, yeah, I try to think. Okay. Well, she said. Uh, sorry. Premium uh, defenders. Premium defenders. I, I, I don't think Trent's working, but is yeah, that's that's fair. Is Robertson still an option? Do you think? Yeah, he's still an option for sure. Um, some alternatives really are like you know, I, I said I wouldn't get Dina. Castagna will yeah. do well, but um, Castagna chill well. Diaz, if you like, uh, Rehilon. Yeah, it's funny because Chilwell was a player who we said to avoid because we thought he'd be the more defensive one. 
Yeah, he is getting forward a lot and creating a lot of chances. So, again, maybe it was because he was playing Southampton and Palace, but, you know, you never know. Yeah, no, no, I, I think, yeah, I think he looks a lot more advanced than he did against, Le- that he did for Leicester. But it is, it has been as pretty quite on the other side. So I have just looked at Leicester's uh, fixtures, because obviously they for Castagna, uh, not good. Um, Arsenal, They're not great. Arsenal, okay. Leeds, Wolves, Liverpool on the next four. So Christ. I don't see yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to avoid him for now. I'd say the next best two, if you don't want a Liverpool one, uh, uh, Chilwell and Rehilon. Um And maybe Diaz, but fixtures aren't too good for them either. Um. So, but I, I think personally, you know, I like them. I'd still stick with Robertson and um, or Trent. Okay. At least one, I think. I still think clean sheets will be all right. Like not not like off the scale. Like I'm not saying they're going to keep one every, you know, every game. But I still think like one in two will will be sort of where we're at. Okay. I'm just looking at if I'm. I'm... I've gone with mostly who you've suggested. Uh, I've now got 24.9 to spend on one defender, one midfielder, and one attacker. Oh, well, that's quite... That's not bad. That's that's pretty good, isn't it? I could, yeah. I could get Kane in, actually. Ooh, this is very, this is very exciting. Um, it's the best player in the league. Yeah. If I get Kane... At the moment, Kane, not saying overall. If I get Kane in... 10.7. That gives me 14.2 for a defender and a midfielder. Yeah, don't forget about your structure as well in terms of like... Yeah, this is the pr- you know. yeah I don't tend to stick to one formation. I just tend to go with whoever's got the best fixtures. No, but, um, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in terms of like... I've seen some teams this week actually where they always have to bench someone who's worth like 7 million. Like it's really weird. Oh, wow. Like they always have like... Like they play like 3-5-2 or whatever. And like... They have like Grealish, Zaha, Salah, uh, I don't know, Barkley and someone else, and then like Kane and someone else, and like they have like, does that make eight eight attacking options? Yeah. Well, well you know, I I I always have a four point five million mid or a four point five million striker, for example. Mm. Okay. So, the best four point five million. You looking at like a 4.5 million striker well I, i'm just or, experimenting with putting kane in now so uh or midfielder so, uh, on. yeah i don't uh, know who is the best budget option um i still think well it, it he's a bit more pricier but i still think Suchek. if um, oh, yeah. um but otherwise maybe like oh actually one that i used to be out with my friends this week um Adamola Luckman, who scored. Oh yes, uh, yes. It's it's five mil. I couldn't believe it. I thought he'd be at least five and a half. Oh, he might be going straight in then. Actually, I, yeah. I, I ignore what I said earlier about just completely avoiding Fulham. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he scored um, as well. It was a good goal as well. Yeah, five mil is is under underpriced. I just said. Okay. Best four and a half if you want to stick with one's probably like Dale Stevens. Now that he's at Burnley, I think he'll play every game. Mm. Okay, so this is this is the team that I've currently built, and I still have two point one remaining. Um, Christ, uh, I have Martinez in goal. I've got Fraser Forster as my backup keeper, so I'm not gonna. I could actually get a proper keeper to rotate with. Uh, that's who I've got at the moment. 
Uh, defenders Mitchell, Chilwell, Regulion, Saïs and Robertson. It's still quite strong. Yeah. Um, maybe I could go to a park in the bus formation. Um, midfielders <laughs> Barkley, Rodriguez, Son, Lookman and Foden. Uh, and a front three of Calvert-Lewin, yeah. Inns and Kane. Yeah, yeah. This team is almost this team is almost too good in my in my opinion. So, so I wait. I, Captain, all your Tottenham players. Yeah. I won't make these transfers now, obviously, but I will. Uh, I'll, I'll sort of save this draft if you know if you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, so that, yeah. that's that's my plans for this week. Um, I don't know if you've got any. Um, if you want to share your transfer plans. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm getting rid of Mitrovic. Um, for sure. Uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts actually on who I should get in. Okay. I've got, I think I've got. Let me just get my team up. Um, I think I've got something like two point something. Where basically whatever the difference is between Son and De Bruyne. Uh, I've also already made profit on Son by the way. He went up before he'd even got points for me. Wow. Um, yeah, he he went up zero point two between Friday night and Saturday night. <laughs> so before he'd even played, I'd made a profit. Uh, two point four. 2.4, is it? Okay, cool. Two, so I can afford 8.3. It's just the issue is if I get someone in who's more than Mitrovic, I can't go directly from Son back to De Bruyne. Right. Um, okay. That was so the only option if I want to be able to still do that is Ollie Watkins, really. Um, okay. And then we said, like, I, if I want to go up towards a bit pricier, I can get Calvert Learn. Um, I think Calvert Lewin's a really good pick, and I think as well if you're, it it depends on how you want to play the game, but um, if you're looking just to at least match your opponents week in week out, then given the fact that so many people have Calvert Lewin, or I get in Calvert Lewin, um, I think you've got to get him in. He's in a, he's in a more than half te- half of teams now. So is he? Jesus, he's at fifty four. Yeah, TSB is team selected by, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 54.2% yes. now. Uh, and it was, Christ it was I swear, three weeks ago, I looked at it, and it was 30%. So. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, give, give me your other options and I'll see what I think about them. My other favourite, really, is, is Malpe. Um, but again, he would mean just a little bit more money in the bank, but it would also mean that I still couldn't get to De Bruyne from Son in one move. As, as I said, I think Mopé's uh, a good pick. I think, obviously, if, if anyone for Brighton is going to score, it's him. He takes the penalties as well, which is always a bonus. So, yeah, I wouldn't see a problem with that. So, yeah, really, it's really going to be... Well, it's really between Mopé, Calvert-Lewin and Wilson. I'm a big Antonio fan, but they're next to a Liverpool and City. Yeah. He's also no, got. I won't a, be. He's also got a yellow. Yeah, he's with him, so. He went off with a tight hamstring. Ah. Yeah, um, always a problem with him. Is he is quite injury prone. Mm. Um, after that, I think their fixtures are really good from memory. Um, if I go across Fulham, West West Ham, West Ham, West Ham, Fulham, Sheffield United, Villa, Man United, Leeds. Uh, I've lost him again now. Leeds, uh, Crystal Palace. So, if it, like, if I want to kind of almost go two week punt on someone and then maybe look at Antonio, 
Mm, um, yeah. Assuming he'll be fit, he'll be fit by then. Because I'm, I'm a big fan of his, and I think with these fixtures, like, honest, I wouldn't be unless it. I, these are the only two fixtures where I wouldn't consider him because one, one would be all right. Say if the next two were City and Fulham, I think I might still have put him in, but it just does not make any sense <laughs> to put, to, especially with a yellow flag, and that he might go down in price again. Um, so I think I've got to rule him out though. He is definitely one for me to come back to. Um, so really, Malpe, Calvert-Lewin, and Watkins. Um, and Wilson? I'm not interested in Wilson, okay. personally. Um, they're too crap. Um, <laughs> he, he will score goals, but he'll, he'll also have games where like you don't even see him through no fault of his own. Mm. Okay. Um, so I, after our... our chat and working things out I, I think I'm going to get Calvert-Lewin um, and then maybe leave it open to Antonio in a couple of weeks and then maybe I'll be able to do a De Bruyne to Son uh, sorry Son to De Bruyne if I had to um, because Antonio is only 6.3 which is which is quite cheap yeah. no, no that sounds good sounds good to me so well Mitrovic to Calvert-Lewin is just a massive upgrade anyway and I have no problem at the moment either in just captaining Salah every week so he's my main captaincy guy. Um, he's my most expensive player. And in the week where they play Man City in a couple of weeks, Son has West Brom. So um, I could captain Son that week. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I'll do. I'll go with your advice and finally get in Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> at, at, last, at last you're listening to me, Jack. <laughs> someone who I tipped at the start of the season as well, but it, it hasn't hurt me that much, though, is, is the thing. When when he scored the hat-trick, a lot of people still didn't have him. So, yeah. I think it's not hurt me majorly, but I would still like him, I think. Okay. So that's that's a, a positive. I think I'll get him in, and I might even do that tonight, depending on what's going on with prices and stuff. Okay. Well, I think that will wrap up the fantasy portion of the podcast, but... There is one more thing uh, we're going to discuss tonight. Uh, it is Tuesday. And what does Tuesday mean? It's the middle of the week and it's a bit dull. Oh, OK. Uh, I w- sorry, Champions League. Sorry, that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Champions League. Well, we are going to discuss the Champions League very briefly, um, just just for a bit of fun, really, just to see uh, who we think is going to get through the group stages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just going to run through each group and say who we think is going to go through, who's going to get into the Europa League, and who's going to be knocked out. Yeah. Nice and nice and easy, nice and simple part of the podcast for a change. This bit is quite simple on the whole, on paper. Uh, um, just b- before we start doing this, uh, if you had to pick a winner now, who would you go for? Hmm. Pre-injury, uh, I'd have said Van, uh, Van Dijk. I'd have said Liverpool, <laughs> still. Okay. Uh, I, still th- I still think Liverpool are the best team in the world when everyone is fit, uh, but now they won't win it. Okay. Uh, I would have said Bayern Munich, but... I think you still have to say Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, but if Liverpool somehow make it to the semis or something and Van Dijk's back, I'd I'd have them favourites again. Okay. Sure. And I wouldn't rule out Real either because they just seem very good at winning. 
Yeah, they got that sort of Zidane mentality, haven't they? I guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Let's go for these. Uh, let's go for the group stages. Uh, so the groups then. Um, group A: uh, Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, RB Salzburg, and Lokomotiv Moscow. Yeah, um, really simple. This one, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I, I when I was doing my fantasy team for the Champions League last night, I I was, was doing a bit of research, and both Atletico and uh, Bayern were in the nineties and eighty eight percent or something to to qualify. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be Bayern and Atletico. Uh, not quite sure what order. Um, it will obviously come down to the games between them, probably. Uh, Salzburg or Lokomotiv for the Europa League. Uh, Salzburg. Yeah, they're quite a Salzburg, good team. Yeah. Uh, okay, Group B, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter Milan, and Borussia Mönchengladbach. It's kind of a kind of uh, a mini, mini group of death, this, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Mönchengladbach have started the Bundesliga quite badly, from memory. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Sh- um, Shakhtar are a, a very good team, I think. Um, yeah, I still think Real and Inter, Real top, Inter second. You know, I, I think Real will top the group, but... Yeah, I'll, I shall back you on say Inter, but I think Shakhtar could cause a surprise, uh, and get in and sneak into second there. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a I'm a big Conte fan, mm. so I'm sticking with with uh, with Inter. Okay, good team as well. Yeah. Good squad. Yeah, it, it is a good squad. Um, Group C: Porto, Man City, Olympiacos, and Marseille. This could be quite tight. I think it's a. It'll be a. Actually, will it? I think Man City will top the group, as they always do. Yes, um, they always seem to get nice groups. Porto always seem to make it to the quarters and then get knocked out like ten nil to someone. Um, I think I don't think they were in the Champions League last year. Uh, if they were, they weren't in the knockout stages. But yeah, I, I'm not sure they tend to do okay. Um, I don't know anything about Marseille to be honest with you. Apart from they've got a former Palace player in goal. Oh, Mentanda. Mentanda, yeah. Uh, and then Olympiacos, always a good team, I think. Um, whether they've got enough to sneak Not into the... bottom. I actually have... A, I think Olympiacos will finish third uh, in the group. I, I, so, um... I have them bottom. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think City and Porto. City are like 90... Five percent likely to top the group uh, to qualify. Sorry, yeah. as I said, and probably like ninety percent to to top the group. Yeah, um, yeah, City and Porto. Yeah, City and Porto. I'd either said yeah. If you like play the percentages. Uh, group D be interesting one. This Liverpool, Ajax, yeah, Atalanta, and a Danish club whose name I won't pronounce because I don't want to. Michelland. Very good. Is that poor old Michelland are going to finish bottom? Yeah. Uh, I think Liverpool, even with the Van Dijk injury, will qualify. Um, Ajax or Atalanta, though, who who will join them? Uh, Atalanta. I'm going to say. I'm going to say, say, say Ajax. But uh, I think Atalanta uh, have quite. Actually, I think Atalanta have quite a good chance of winning the Serie uh, winning Serie A this year. Oh, um, an amazing story, wouldn't it? If they did. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I think they've got a good chance. Mm. I think they'll. I think this sort of, if they get past the group stage, I think they're really dangerous in terms of like over. I don't know if it'll be one or two legs, but either. Mm. Like I think they could go. They could go deep again. Um, yeah, I mean, 
Mitchelland are probably one of the worst teams in the competition. So much so I've left 3.5 million in the bank in my fantasy team so I can go Anzu Fatty to Salah next week and Captain Salah mm. um, because I think they might murder them. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, groupie, uh, now obviously the next four groups have already kicked off. Um, I've tried to avoid the scores. Some of them have. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, Groupie, Sevilla, Chelsea, Krasnodar and Rennes. Sevilla and Chelsea, for me, easily. Uh, uh, um, I, I think Rennes are, are all right. I, I think, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to go against Sevilla and Chelsea, but I, I think Rennes will, whoever comes second, I think Rennes will, will push them close. I mean, I think Chelsea will come second. Sevilla are, are, I think, are a good team, Europa League winners as well, of course, so... I think I think Chelsea will come second. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I think Ren might push Chelsea close. Yeah, uh, Krasnodar bottom easily for me. Um, yeah, though uh, now we've gone through this game, I can tell you that they look like they might be getting a point at Ren oh, tonight. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, group F, um, the group that no one cares about, um, uh, has Zenit Saint Petersburg. Oh, I do. Dortmund, Lazio, and Club Bruges. Yeah, but you do for fantasy, like in football terms. What's <laughs> about this group? Um, yeah, I mean, I've got yeah, Dortmund, I've got tri- yeah. I've got triples in it. That's all I care about it. <laughs> well, I think we can, we've all kind of gone with Dortmund to go through. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know who you want to pick between Zenit, Lazio, and Club Bruges. Um, Lazio, you, you would think, is the obvious choice, but they've not been in the Champions League for a long time. So this will be interesting to yeah. see what happens. They are currently beating Dortmund 3-1. Well, shit, they're going through. Um... Uh, I think they've started off Serie A quite badly. I think they got spanked by Atalanta, like 4-1 Yikes. or something. Yikes. So I, I had Dortmund as like, you know, I thought Dortmund. Zenit, after they lost tonight at home, took Bruges. Um, they won't go through now because they get they never ever get anything away from home from memory, and they they they're they're quite solid at home. I think they're stuffed now. Um, they are. Well, I yeah. think Dortmund and Lazio will be top two. They're easily the worst first seed, and I'd I'd arguably say they're the worst. <laughs> I'd arguably I'd, I'd arguably say they're the worst of all the first and second seeds. Like yeah, potentially. On like literally, I would say the next worst team out of all of them is like maybe Shakhtar or Ajax and I they would easily yeah so not that Shakhtar and Zenit yeah. can actually play each other because I don't believe Ukraine and Russian clubs can play each other but uh oh really okay I that's, think there's, that's, it's that one of those sense. rules that they can't be drawn because of political reasons um yeah. yeah uh and then group G the Messi v Ronaldo group of course Juventus and Barcelona <laughs> uh Dynamo Kiev and Ferin Kavaros I'm pronouncing that correct from Hungary. Uh, also, yeah, you don't need to worry about them because they're finishing bottom. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see them finish third, or but uh, they're not going to probably. Um, mm. Out of Juventus and Barca, who will top the group? Do you think? Oh, quite close actually. I I think I think Barca because I think I think in a strange sort of way they're quite like I think they'll be more towards sort of like Real Madrid are at the moment in terms of they'll be able to get a result. It seems to be that they seem to be going the opposite way to the Premier League. The Premier League's starting to get these like really nice, like flair teams. And Real Madrid and 
and Barca are now quite functional between them. Yeah, I was watching something on uh, Tifo Football today about how Koeman has been uh, sort of changing the, the way they play. Yeah, I mean, again, I, this I, I, the reason that Juventus and Barca have been drawn against each other, and I am a, a subscriber to the belief that UEFA does fix the groups slightly. Um, <laughs> the reason I reckon they've done it is the last two seasons, they've been trying to set up Juventus v Barca in either the semi-finals or the final because they want to try and pitch a Messi v Ronaldo final. And I reckon that after failing to do so for the last two years, they've gone, ah, screw it, let's just chuck them in the group stage together. But they're, ne- they're never going to meet each other else otherwise. So, uh, no, yeah. and there's... I- I think that game's next week. I don't know if Ronaldo's going to be able to play by then. I assume he is, actually. Oh, yeah, COVID, he will yeah. be. I'm, I'm, mm. He has COVID, yeah. But I, th- I, th- I think he will. Yeah, Yeah, they won tonight. So okay. And Bar- Barcelona will, but they'll be without PK because he got sent off. Oh, dear. Heart, heart was in mouth when I saw the uh, the red card because I own Longley. Ah. Um, but it wasn't it was PK. thankfully. Okay. Yeah, and then Group H, uh, finally, which has been sort of dubbed the Group of Death, uh, PSG, Man United, Leipzig, <laughs> and Istanbul Basakashir. I'm saying that correctly. Basakashir. Um, yeah, yeah, doesn't matter if they're last. Um, Ashley Cole doesn't know how to pronounce it either. It's okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention him, but yes, that I am <laughs> the best Ashley Cole impression tonight. Um, I, okay, I know that Man United were beating PSG earlier on. They're not anymore. <laughs> Spoil it, you muppet. Um, I was okay, so I had gone PSG and Leipzig to top to, uh, to come first and second. Would how do you feel about it? Uh, I think United will have enough to come second. What? Beating... Or maybe even f- what? Maybe even first. Oh. Um. I think United are like really underrated against good teams still. Like I think United will qualify. Um, what is what is the score now? It's one one. Oh, okay. Martial own Martial own goal. I didn't see it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. Uh, it, it must have been while I was in full analysis. But yeah, no, I uh, it, it, yeah. Um, I think I think United will definitely qualify. I put my I put my neck on the line here Ooh. and say that. That I, I think they will. Even though Leipzig are still, this is a crap group um, for them. Like Istanbul is stuffed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think United potentially might top the group. I think they're really underrated against. I think I think they could go quite deep just because they're really good against good teams. I think if they can get six points against Istanbul, which they should do, they'll qualify. Okay. And I think that is going to wrap it up for this week. Okay, uh, guys, thanks for listening once again. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter, please, at, at BusParkingFBL. Yeah, and uh, if you have any questions, uh, football or fantasy-related, um, either DM us or, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I might I might put on a, almost like my workings out for my transfer this week, just to compare, maybe on the Twitter um, as I've actually got like a defined transfer with a choice for once. I've only made uh, four transfers so far this season in five game weeks. Well, lucky you. Uh- <laughs> yeah. So so I haven't really had much time to talk about my own transfers, but mm. I will this week, I think. Oh, cool. All right then, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, hopefully my wild card would have paid off.
we'll reveal all yeah. then, I guess. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've been Callum. I've been Jack. Have a good week. Have a good week, guys. See you soon. Bye. Oh, no!